Greetings, royal family, and welcome to the close of the week where we honor the seventh day according to our holy Hebrew sacred solar calendar. It is here where you can rest, relax, and refresh. I am glad that you are joining us as we renew together. How good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Dwelling together in unity? Now that's Psalm 133, verse 1. And though you are listening in from the comfort of your home or wherever you may be, we are connecting to the one mind, one love, and one action of the Almighty One, yud Hey wav Hey. I'm Queen Vashti, Atara Yisrael, and it is indeed an honor and a pleasure to be present with you. Now, before we get started, let's begin with our prayer. Our prayer, O Yudhe Wafe Yahweh, God of our salvation, save us and gather us together and deliver us from the heathen so that we may give thanks unto your holy name and glory in your praise. Blessed be the holy name of Yudhe Wafe Yahweh and you, Chin Resh Aleph Lamet Yisrael, forever. O Yudhe let them be confounded that persecute us, but let not us be confounded. Let our enemies be dismayed, but let not us be dismayed. Bring upon our enemies the day of evil and destroy them with double destruction. O Yudhe forgive our fathers for breaking your laws, and please, Forgive us for breaking your laws. Help us to never bring shame upon thy great name, nor reproach against thy works. For surely we have turned ourselves unto thee, O Yudhe trying to be upright. And as we confess our faults, please grant us protection against all of our faults. Cleanse us of our secret faults, and guide us unto the best of morals. For surely our prayers and our sacrifices, our lives and our deaths are all for thee, O Yudhe And now, royal family, the Lord's Prayer in our native tongue of Hebrew, Matthews chapter 6, verses 9 through 13. Tefillah, which means prayer. Avenu, Sabat Samayim. Yikadas, Samerika. Tavo Maku Taraka. Yase Razunka. Kavasamayim came by Aris. Et Lekam Kukenu. Tain La Nu Hayo. Uslak Lanu. Al Kata Enu. Kimoshisoki. Gamanaknu. Lakoteam Lanu. 
Veal Tevienu Ledeni Sayon Kim Kasenu Minhara Kilaka Hamamlaha Veha Givera Veha Teferet Leolame Olamin Sila. We thank thee, O Yudhewafe, O living and eternal King, who has so mercifully restored our souls within us. So let everything that hath breath praise Yudhewafe, praise Yudhewafe, Beit Nun Sophie, Yudhewafe. family, we invite you to join us each week on our phone conference as we refresh and renew as family. How good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And so if you would like to join us on our live conference call, email us at from either one of our websites, info at university of Yahweh.org or www.yahweh144000.com so that we can give you access to our live phone conference. Praise you, hey, wab, hey. Royal family, as we prepare to take a look At the weekly readings, know that these scheduled weekly readings can be found each week on our website at www.yahweh144000.com. Now, while you're on that site, consider downloading the current solar calendar. The scriptures are on the solar calendar as well for each of the weekly readings as well as we have the daily scriptural readings for every day of our solar year. Royal family, for each week we have Torah readings and we have foundation scripture readings. Now for week 25, the Torah readings come from the book of Leviticus. Leviticus chapters 4, 5, and 6. Now the Torah readings are quite lengthy and so we do a separate podcast for the Torah readings. For So for the Torah readings for week 25, you can go to the Torah, the Law, week 25, and you can read along with us as we read the Torah readings for Leviticus chapters 4, 5, and 6. We will read the foundation scriptures for this week, and for week 25, the foundation scriptures are Ephesians chapter 5, verses 21 through 24. Psalm chapter 7 verse 10 and Mark 13:33 Ephesians chapter 5 verses 21 through 24 
Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God, Yudhe Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord, Yudhe For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ, Yudhe Beit Nun Sophie, Yudhe is the head of the nation, and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the nation of Yudhe is subject unto Christ, Yudhe Wafe, Beit Nun Sophie, Yudhe so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Psalm chapter 7, verse 10. My defense is of God, Yudhe Wafe, which saveth the upright in heart. Mark thirteen thirty three. Take ye heed, watch and pray, for ye know not when the time is. Royal family, this completes the reading of the foundation scriptures. Remember, you can visit the podcast and get those Torah readings that go along with this particular week. And royal family, before we move into the reading of the royal priesthood, we'd like to remind you to please support this channel. If you are listening to this podcast on Anchor, you can hit the support button right there on our page. Your donations help us to continue presenting this information to you. We appreciate your love and your support. family, we're going to continue reading from the Esoteric Knowledge of Night. In our last class, the first part of this particular chapter, the Esoteric Knowledge of Night, we talked about the night of Passover, which is a night to be greatly observed. We learned that night comes from the Hebrew word layela. We learned that with a strong hand, Yahweh brought us out of Egypt. And he brought us out, this is symbolic of bringing us out of the mindset of America and all countries where we've been scattered. And he brings us out at night. So let's continue in the reading of the esoteric knowledge of night. Night means... You made pitiful outcries about suppression. Night means you made loud complaints and protests about oppression and discrimination. Night means you howled from grief, keen mental suffering and distress over affliction and loss. Night means you suffered sharp sorrow. Night means you suffered painful regret. You suffered disappointment and misfortune, and you failed at every turn. Night means you suffered from dolor, severe anguish, and acute torment. 
night means you suffered great sorrow, distress caused by loss. Night was a time of many troubles. You suffered great sadness. You were extremely melancholy. Night means you had a constant feeling of unhappiness. Night means you made continuing expressions of sorrow. Night means your conditions were deplorably bad and you were full of anger. Night means you suffered from severe anxiety, uneasiness caused by danger. Night means you were full of solicitous desires. It means you were anxious and concerned about freedom. You were anxious and concerned about justice. You were anxious and concerned about equality. You were anxious and concerned about discrimination. You were anxiously desirous and solicitous of the esteem of others. You were eager to be accepted in the clubs, circles, and societies of others. Night means you were always agitated. Night means you suffered from extreme unhappiness. You were always miserable. You were contemptible. You were considered mean, vile, and worthless. Night means you were held in disdain. Night means you were scorned. Night means you were despised. Night means you were dishonored. Night means you were disgraced in the sight of all the people of the earth. Night means you were willfully disobedient to the rules and orders of society. Night means you showed open disrespect for the people and property of others. Night means you suffered strong feelings of disapproval combined with disgust and derision. Night means you were openly ridiculed. You were the object of mockery. You were publicly divided. Night means you were disapproved of because you were base. You were the bottom of everything. You were base, the lowermost part of society. You were looked down on. Night means you were morally low. Night means you were without dignity. You were disapproved of because you were considered and looked down on as mean-spirited. You were disapproved of and looked down on because you were considered selfish and cowardly. You were looked down on because you were considered to be of little or no value and worthless. You were looked down on because you were considered to be counterfeit. You were looked down on because you were considered to be of illegitimate birth. You were held by tenure less than freehold in return for your services of labor, which were viewed by the rulers as demeaning to you as slaves. You were low in place, 
position, and degree. You were looked down on because you suffered extreme unhappiness. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as foul. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as spoiled. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as bad. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as being foul and loving wrong. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as depraved. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as a debased people. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as wicked, evil, and iniquitous. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as sinful, breaking the laws, statutes, judgments, and commandments of Yudhe Yahweh. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as debauched and degenerate. You were looked down on and suffered extreme unhappiness because you were considered to be immoral, dissolute, demoralized, and dissipated. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as abandoned, no one to come to your rescue. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as profligate. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as being reprobate. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as incorrigible. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as corrupt and black-hearted. You were extremely unhappy because you were looked down on as ignoble, sinister, miscreant, and evil-minded. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as nefarious. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as flagitious, villainous. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as heinous. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as scandalous. You were looked down on as flagrant and felonious. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as disloyal, unfaithful, treacherous, and perfidious. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as unprincipled. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as disgraceful, shameful, and contemptuous. You were suffering extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as discreditable, disreputable, and dishonorable. You were suffering extreme unhappiness in Egypt because you were looked down on as 
reprehensible, blameworthy, and culpable. You suffered extreme unhappiness in Egypt because you were looked down on as being scoundrelly and knavish, thievish, and roguish. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as vicious and invidious, a malicious people, malfeasant. You suffered extreme unhappiness in Egypt because you were looked down on as being a contemptible people, a mean-spirited people, a low-down people, cursed. You suffered extreme unhappiness in Egypt because you were looked down on as being despicable, loathsome, abhorrent. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as being odious. Something, someone with a smell. Does all of this sound familiar to your condition today? You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as hateful. Are you a bunch of hateful people? The answer has to be yes. You were looked down on as detestable. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as insufferable, opprobrious. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as obnoxious. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as being dreadful, a terrible people, grim, black-hearted, and cursed. You were looked down on as cursed, damnable, and damned. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as demonic, diabolic, devilish, satanic, fiendish, and hellish. You were looked down on as execrable. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as abominable, a horrible people, horrid and gruesome. You suffered extreme unhappiness because you were looked down on as monstrous and atrocious. You were looked down on as offensive, unpleasant, objectionable and disagreeable as a people. Royal family, we will continue with the reading of the esoteric knowledge of night at our next class. Royal family, here's the part of the program where you can participate. You can visit our websites. Now we do have two. One is www.yahweh144000.com and there you can visit us and you can purchase books and you can download the solar calendar or you can have the hard copy of the current solar calendar sent to you. We have products there that you can purchase so please visit us. Also there royal family you can tithe with us. Now you can do that on the site 
or if you prefer, you can mail your tithes, your donations, your offerings at Yahweh's Royal Priesthood Publishing Company, 1746 East Silver Star Road, Suite 144. That's Ocoee, Florida, 34761. Royal family, you can also enroll in the University of Yahweh, and that's www.universityofyahweh.org. There we have classes designed for the Godhead family. We move together as one God, Yahweh, one love, one mind, and one action. We look forward to you visiting us there as well. Royal family, we appreciate your love and your support. Have you ever figured out that cost more to grow oranges today than it did 20 years ago? Right? It costs more to grow oranges today than it did 25 years ago, right? No, it isn't. You're wrong. It doesn't cost any more to grow oranges today than it did in the beginning. You own your own the orange tree is on the land. Yahweh makes it grow oranges every year. It doesn't cost you anything. What do you mean it costs more to grow? See, <laughs> <laughs> you feel that? Somebody, yes, it does. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I disagree with you. <laughs> I do not agree with you at all. But it does cost more to grow a cow today than it did 25 years ago, right? <laughs> you're not going for that that quick, huh? You may not be able to explain it, but you're not going for that, right? See, the white man is charging you two, three, four, ninety-nine a pound for beef that he used to charge you 50 cents a pound for. And he tells you the cost of raising cattle has gone up. He's a liar. My Bible tells me that grass is for the cattle. And I see grass grow free. You don't even have to plant the stuff. So when we own our own land, we let the grass grow on our hills, and then we put our cattle on the thousand hills, and we just let them graze. Yahweh makes it rain, he lets the sun shine, and the wind blow, and the grass grow, and the cows eat, and they give milk, and take care of their cans, and we have milk, and butter, and shoes, and leather pocketbooks, leather coats. Huh? Costs no more today than it ever did. But this old greedy dog devil, <laughs> see, he has taken our cattle. 
as he has our cattle, then he comes up with tricks to scheme us out of our money because we love to eat. But you see this fruit here on the table? It's the fruit of the harvest. This is the benefit of owning your own land. When we own the land, this comes to us free. Plus labor. But labor, we get the energy from the fruits and vegetables, which grow free. That's how we get our energy to go pick it, to bring it home, and prepare it, and preserve it, and can it, and have some for hard times. Isn't it beautiful? Sad thing is, it comes out of our enemy's land. Our enemy's land. So we pay whatever the devil charge. If we want to eat it, we have to pay it. So we glorified Yahweh and praised Yahweh and thanked Yahweh every year during the fruit of harvest, the feast of wheat, saying to Yahweh, thank you, Father, for our land forever. Oh, Yahweh, we bless you, and we bless your holy and righteous name forever, and we thank you for our land, Israel, forever, Yahweh, because you bless us with a bountiful harvest freely from you. And our access, we sell to other nations and you make us rich because we grow the best fruits and vegetables on the planet Earth. Because you gave us the best land on the planet Earth. That's what the Feast of Wheat is all about. So we cannot truly celebrate the Feast of Wheat in a strange land that's not our own. So I'm thirsty to go home. I'm tired of being robbed of my few pennies for food that my father gives in abundance freely. I'm tired of having to live in a ghetto instead of a mansion in my father's house or many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I know you don't think I'm talking from the Bible, but everything I'm saying is in the book. But, but just believe me, it's in there. I'm just in a hurry right now. I want us to get on down and celebrate. But at least we're reading from Genesis 12 and 1. That's the background. And now you know why Yahweh gave Abraham a land. Then after we have a land of all things, verse 1 lays it down first. First, we have to separate ourselves from our enemies. Secondly, we have to give up our kinfolk and leave our fathers and mothers' houses because they're practicing the ways of the heathen. And we have to separate ourselves and become holy unto Yahweh as he is holy. And be perfect as our father Yahweh in heaven is perfect. And walk before Yahweh and be perfect as Abraham was required to walk before him and be perfect. And be perfect like Job, who loved Yahweh and hated evil, but he had some land of his own. And we read about Isaac and how the Philistines envied him during this week. But the first thing that Isaac got hold to to be rich and blessed was what? Some land. And he sold 
in the fields of that land. And Yahweh gave him a hundredfold from the land. And he sold the, the products from the land. And he was able to buy great flocks of herds and great flocks, numbers of flocks. And then as a result, he needed servants to help take care that he had so much money, silver and gold. He had a great store of servants. Everybody was ready to work for him. See, when you serve Yahweh and pay your tithes and keep his laws, he said he'll bless you. So what's the moral of the story? Keep the laws of Yahweh. Obey Yahweh as Abraham did. And then Yahweh said in uh, Ezekiel chapter 37 that he's going to take us out of this land and take us back home to our own land. And see, what's he going to do? Read verse 2 and see what he's going to do with us. And what he did with Abraham is what he's going to do with us when you have your own land. Read. I'll make you a great nation on your own land. In your own land. Not a great nation in your father's house. Not a great nation in your kinfolk's house. But in your own land. And after I make you a great nation, what else will I do to you? I will bless you. I will bless you. Now the uh, Yahweh has done everything for us. He said he would do. He said, I'll make you a great nation. And it's a few of us. He said, I didn't choose you because you were great in numbers anyway. Huh? Where is that? Turn to Deuteronomy 7. Say, I didn't choose you because you were great in number anyway. I chose you because you were few. See, Yahweh, he doesn't require no huge following to make us great. No, 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 no. Read. The Lord Yudhewate did not set his love upon you, nor choose you, because ye were more in number than any people. For ye were the fewest of all people. Then he said he would make our name small. People wouldn't recognize our name. Oh, he would make it great? I thought it would be small. How many believe that America has heard about Hebrew Israelites? But we're few in number. Now everybody's writing the name Yahweh. Then he went on to say, not only will I bless you, read, read verses 2 and 3 together. Read. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. The enemy is in our land. Because we didn't know it was our land. That's not the only reason. We didn't know Yahweh either since being in America. But all this happened to us because we broke Yahweh's law. Out of his mercy, he has raised one up from among us to resurrect us, to heal us of our leper mind, to cure us of niggeritis. Hallelujah. Cause us to dwell together in unity and find out how sweet and pleasant it is. 
Feast of Weeks is about. Our land, having our own land, dwelling in our own land, separating ourselves from this land, returning to our own land. The nations of the earth cannot be blessed until we return to our own land. That's Zechariah 14, 16, huh? They got to come. They have to come. There's no blessing for them until we come home. Period. Yahweh's going to enforce it so strongly that if they don't come and worship us, the king, he's going to kill them with no water, no rain. Zechariah 14, 16 and 17. Read. And it shall come to pass that every one that is left of all the nations which came against Jerusalem shall even go up from year to year to worship the King, the Lord Yudhe of hosts, and to keep the Feast of Tabernacles. And it shall be that whoso will not come up of all the families of the earth unto Jerusalem to worship the king, the Lord Yudhe of hosts, even upon them shall be no rain. Something terrible is going to happen. There's a lot of people on earth now, but see they have atomic bombs and they are not made for antique purposes. They are not museum pieces. These devils love to fight. They are now talking about dropping the bomb and winning. That's what America's talking about. That's why you have this peace, peace nick movement. But then my word tells me, Yahweh told me in his word, that when they say there's peace, peace, look out. And then the end will come. First of all, he said, they say there's peace, but there's no peace. Then when they go around saying, peace, peace, destruction shall come upon them suddenly. So be watching carefully. But I want us to keep our mind on Genesis 12. One, two, and three. A land of our own. How does it look with the devil over in our land, fighting over our land? Well, Yahweh's so tough, we're not going to have to fight the enemy to get it back. Yahweh said he'll make them to know that he has loved us. Praise Yahweh. Well, I hope this little lesson tonight is a blessing to you. Royal family. Thank you for listening in. Remember to visit us at our website at www.yahweh144000.com. This is where you can support the growth of our holy Hebrew nation by purchasing books by the Honorable Yudhewafe Baitnun Sophie Yudhewafe and transcripts and we have other products there as well Royal Family. There also you will see other 
websites that you can network with. We have a networking family. We also, of course, have www.universityofyahweh.org. Royal family, this is for students. This is for parents. This is for adults. This website is for the Godhead, a self-paced online platform, a structured learning approach to the divine mind of Yud Heh Remember to visit us there. Again, that's www.universityofyahweh.org. And now, royal family, we will close with prayer. Tefala. Avenu Sabasamayam Yikadash Samerika Tavo Makutirka Yaserathunka Kavasamayam came by Aritz at Lekam Kukenu Tain La Nuhayo Uslak Ladu Al Kataenu Kimoshisokin Gamanaknu Lakotem Lanu Veal Tevienu Ladeni Sayo Kim Kasenu Menhara Kilika Hamamlaha, Veha Gibara, Veha Teferet, Lilame, Olamin, Sila. We thank thee, O Yutewave, O living and eternal King, who has so mercifully restored our souls within us. So let everything that hath breath praise Yutewave, praise Yutewave. Beit Noon Sophie, Yud Hey Wav Hey. Royal family, you know I love you. Have a wonderful day, evening in Yud Hey Wav Hey. Shabbat Shalom, Royal Family. Shalom, Uvraka.